0: Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandevin. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here. So let's settle in. Hello, hi, and welcome to episode 19 of Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin, and today we're going to talk about September. We're just going to talk about September. September as a concept, September as maybe your favorite time of year or your least favorite time of year, And I think personally, I'm going to walk through a couple of things that I've been thinking about as I reconcile my energy to align with what I'm going to call big fall energy. Um, Right now where I am, it is early September. It's September 6th, just on the cusp of everything starting, you know, new school, new school routines, things have opened up in a way that is kind of allowing us to test out what normal life might go back to the new normal might look like and I'll also tell you I am recording this from my uh, my lake cottage so um, you know very grateful and lucky and privileged to have a cottage that kind of really cues me environmentally to think about the changing seasons and to take a real physical break from The day-to-day before heading into that big fall energy vibe. Now, I've also really been feeling like I'm in a huge rut and, you know, a lot of resistance coming up to do the things that I know bring me joy, do the things that I know bring me a sense of self and a sense of fulfillment and bring me really close to growing into the person that I want to become. And you know what, honestly, who knows why that kind of resistance shows up every now and then, but being what it is, and that resistance showing up at the cusp of the fall, I thought, you know, I would talk a little bit about September as a concept and see if I can talk my way closer to the edge of the rut. <laughs> if I can talk myself out of the rut, maybe. The first thing I wanted to talk about is the sort of idea of September and why is September unique Personally, I'm someone, I really love the months of the year. I really love that there are 12 opportunities in any calendar to reframe what matters to me and to get on course with what I think my life should be aligned to on a monthly basis. I know for a lot of people, I think that probably feels too frequent, but for me, um, the months really feel like a touchstone to purpose and intention and mindfulness so i try to leverage them as often as i can and i really feel like september stands out as a particularly unique month among the 12. you know september is probably most closely aligned with january i think we all have that sense of new year that there's so much of our psyche that gets ingrained with that school calendar we spend so much of our formative time obsessed with September and what it means for us that I think collectively, especially as women, if you're a woman listening or a woman identifying person, then I really feel like that opportunity to redefine, remake, redesign life every September is super appealing and really kind of is probably at the heart of that big fall energy is the sense of starting fresh or claiming a fresh start or a clean slate. Um, that back to school routine, you know, and please connect with me if you think that you don't feel the pull of that back to school routine. Most parents feel it. And I would hazard that even people who don't work in an area that requires them to care about school starting, uh, that they still really feel the pull of September. They really feel that energy, you know, back to school. Okay. So back to school is always going to be a unique part of, of the fall. You know, there's a lot of shopping that happens in September. I think that can feel exciting, you know, acquiring new goods and that sense of thrill and like newness, the romantic consumerism of, If I could just buy the right things for this year, then I'll be able to have a school year or a fall that really lives up to my expectations and ideals. Lots of new routines, lots of changes as my kids get older, lots of changes as my husband, who's a teacher, gets new school, um, new classrooms, new, you know, grades sometimes. The kids get new teachers. The teachers come with their own kind of unique perspective and flavor. Yeah, so this is the first year in what feels like forever that the big kids will be doing programs. They will be testing out um, basketball, gymnastics. We'll see what else we can get into as we understand more of the fourth wave uh, with the pandemic. And it all just kind of feels like a unique time of year you know there's especially because of the pandemic things that I haven't talked about in a long time and the things that I haven't I have no muscle memory for because when I thought about putting my kids in programs when I thought about school when I thought about my husband returning to work everybody was one or two years younger than we are now and our family just evolves really quickly when your kids are as young as my kids are. Every September is a new iteration of our team of five. The other thing that makes September really unique, I think, is the weather changes and, you know, our overall approach to fall and what fall arriving means. Here where I live, the seasons change in a really obvious way. And, you know, I've (laughs) they've done so for my whole life. And yet I never take it for granted fall. It's always very upfront in our consciousness. Things get colder, the leaves change, the weather changes, the light changes, the days change. And uh, yeah, it's something that never happens in the background. Um, I don't know if it's this kind of like, inherited adaptation to the seasons you know we're always kind of very aware of our environment in the fall we change our homes we react to changes in the light as the days get darker we make modifications to our own routines and sleep schedules and uh, yeah September is absolutely the signal of the beginning of that you know as the weather changes we have to say goodbye to summer obviously If we welcome the fall, then that means the summer is over. You know, for me in my life, the end of summer often means a lot of work. I am very privileged to own a cottage. We have to close up the cottage. Um, I make changes to my home. I make changes to the food that we eat. And um, in my home as well, in my family, we have a lot of birthdays and a lot of celebrations between August, the ending of August and the beginning of October, which is Canadian Thanksgiving. So my youngest has a birthday, my middle child has a birthday, I celebrate my anniversary, my husband has a birthday, and then we have Thanksgiving and all of that happens within maybe um, seven or eight weeks of one another, which is a really great, great thing to have and something that we all look forward to. Something that we do regularly to say goodbye to the summer is we do family photos, and so we'll be doing those this Saturday, which I'm really looking forward to. I haven't quite yet (laughs) figured out the um, gymnastics of our outfits and how we will coordinate, uh, except to say that, um, you know, I kind of try to pick what I want to wear first uh, and how cute I want to be, and then I make the rest of them just dress in alignment with whatever I want to wear. And honestly, that works out pretty well because most of the time they don't care. At least right now, the ages and phases that they're in, they do not care. Um, another thing about September is, you know, our changes to work. I had said earlier, you know, I don't think many people kind of escape the, the cyclical nature of the school year, even if you don't have kids or, um, or you don't work in the school um, industry, I guess. School and industry. <laughs> that seems weird, I guess. The system, the education system there. Um, you know, just the, our rhythms and routines of work in the fall, they also really change in, you know, in real adherence to this turnover of um, school routines. You know, we're all influenced by back to school marketing. Um, if you are a mother, you know, your work changes a lot when your kids go back to school, and that can be. For better or for worse you know for me i'm really lucky that my partner is also a teacher and so when he has the summers off honestly for me the summers come with a lot less accountability and responsibility than the school year does and i imagine that's true for a lot of moms because hopefully once you kind of set your summer up it can kind of run itself i know a lot of people who work from home find the summer really disruptive and i totally get that um especially a summer prolonging this, um, you know, pandemic, this life that we've had while balancing our parenting and our work lives all from the same environment and not getting any environmental changes whatsoever that that has just made things such a drain. And so, um, with this September, at least where I am right now, things are open, schools are open and, um, you know, A lot of kids will be going back to school and that will change the way parents work, change the way moms work. Um, You know, the other thing is like September really heralds the last quarter of the year, the last third of the year in that, you know, you're really going to take stock as the year winds down. Um, If you're the kind of person that cares about the turnover of a new year, it feels like collectively during the pandemic, we all really care a lot about the calendar year turning over. I know a lot of people left work or took new work in 2021. There is this description of the Great Resignation happening. It's definitely happening in my workplace, and I know it's happening outside of that. Um, But I know a lot of people made changes to their work either because they wanted to or because they had to in 2021. And so you know, as we hit September, you might be taking stock either in September as an opportunity for you to make changes to your work or for an opportunity for you to evaluate just how that work is going or another chance to kind of participate in a different season of your work if you are in a new work environment. Um, that's true for me too. I'm experiencing that with a new job, not fully yet being, uh, even three months in and anticipating that, you know, the cyclical nature of some of the work that I do will take about a year to kind of uh, reveal itself to me. And September is a good opportunity as well to kind of feel the real pace of things pick up. Um, where I work, things definitely take uh, a lower gear uh, through the summer and, and then really kick back up in the fall. Um, we really try our best to value Uh, rest and vacation and living in a country where the best weather of the year happens in the summer many 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 people taking um, vacation myself included so you know whether you're um, in an environment that relies on the academic calendar or not you do kind of experience because of the weather these sort of natural ebbs and flows that hopefully are productive to rest um now does that mean i guess maybe that's part of why we bring so much energy to september although i hadn't thought of it before which is perhaps that we come at it with subconscious energy as a benefit of having taken holidays or vacation as a benefit of having rested we kind of come at september with this renewed force the same thing might happen in january where many people take prolonged vacation for the you know the collective religious holidays that happen in December and um come back with January with like this renewed sense of vigor and energy because we've perhaps had a chance to take a rest although I don't really feel like we do a good job of pairing the two which is to saying like hey hopefully you took a good amount of time to rest this summer to relax and enjoy the weather enjoy time you know with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones? And now it's September, and what did that rest benefit for you? And do you feel like you have additional inspiration to bring into your work or to your life? That's maybe a little bit more about what I want to reflect on while I kind of continue to wax poetic about September. Um, So yeah, September's unique. It really is. It kind of brings this New Year's resolution energy this back to school, weather change, summer farewell, um, perhaps, you know, the kind of turnover of rest to it as a season, and yeah, I'm really feeling it a lot this year, I don't know why that is, um, I feel like I'm resisting it, and like I said before, I do kind of want to walk through a couple of things I'm going to do for myself, and that you might want to do alongside me, um, well, I talk about two things that are really integral to who I am and what I do on uh, Medium Lady creatively. So I have on Instagram a number of posts and writing about my own personal journey and reflection to figure out who I am, what makes me tick. And I'm finding that for me personally, the best way to enjoy that growth is by putting in medium effort, not high effort, not perfectionism and rigidity, and not low effort, not the sort of laissez-faire-come-what-may attitude, but medium, a medium amount of effort into figuring out who I am and what I like. And paired with medium effort is mindful fun. So this is a way that I aim for the bar of mindful fun every day, which is to at least have a little bit of fun doing the things that I like to do so that I'm practicing and testing and experimenting with the things that feel good and the things that don't feel like me. And, you know, I can get rid of those things uh, through that process of daily experimentation. Now, I think that maybe in some ways where I've really gotten into this funk is by straying pretty darn far away from medium effort and mindful fun and that seems (laughs) disappointing to admit that something that i talk about regularly on instagram something that i make a point of making time for showing up and talking to people about medium effort and mindful fun that i'm not applying that in my own life and it's led me astray you know I just have to admit that vulnerable uh, side of things, which is that even medium ladies uh, get it wrong. and <laughs> Not that I've gotten it wrong necessarily, but it's just there has been enough distraction to uh, keep that, you know, keep me on course. And I have welcomed a lot of distraction. So maybe I just needed a break. I needed a break from um, this philosophy of life in order to experiment with not having it. And experimenting with not having it has allowed me to understand that I do get to a place where I'm a little bit adrift without that medium effort. Uh, Low effort is really not a good vibe for me, um, both in my sense of satisfaction and my mental health. I do need to be putting energy and thought and time into um the exercises of figuring out who i am whether that means journaling whether that means talking whether that means reading writing i do need to put time into those things in order to feel the most mentally resilient that i can feel and i think for the last three or four weeks i've just really not been doing that um and where does that come from Oh, well, maybe some of it has probably come from Instagram itself, which is where I primarily put all of my writing and musings, I guess. Um, (laughs) and I think that, um, Instagram has become a bit of a weird cycle of both trying to please the algorithm and be myself and be social. Uh, it is in fact social media and I do really believe that. The most satisfaction I can get out of Instagram is when I'm using it to connect with other people. Um, but I haven't really felt like I've had that energy in me, and so um, haven't been social, haven't been creative, have been trying to conform to the trends, and uh, it's not—it's not feeling good. So. We're going to, you know, get back to Medium Effort and Mindful Fun together as a way of really framing September and framing what September is going to mean for me. So we're going to take this in two parts. We're going to talk about the Medium Effort part of it first because that's the hardest and most annoying part of this whole philosophy, I think. If it was mindful fun and medium effort, um, then I might easily end up with a life that has a lot of glitter eyeshadow and nail polish, um, but maybe very little foundational um, core beliefs to act as my true north in this whole process. So I want us to talk together about, and maybe if you're a journaler, I would recommend you maybe journal alongside this episode, is to think about a few questions. The first question is, what did September mean in my family growing up? What did September mean in my family growing up? So me personally, if I think back to my elementary school days and even my high school days, before I really had you know, the summer job that I had to commit to, which was probably around age 16, 17. I really had a tremendous sense of freedom. My freedom was at its highest peak. I'm the oldest of five kids. um, And so, you know, growing up through the 90s, I really benefited from, you know, kind of days that really kind of unspooled on their own. We typically had, you know, swimming lessons in the morning. I remember that very fondly. And then the afternoons would be really free time to myself. I was an avid reader. I remember a couple summers I had a vintage tea set and I would make myself chamomile tea in the afternoons and bring a tea tray with cookies down to my room and just read and eat cookies and <laughs> drink tea from this vintage tea set that my mom helped me thrift. And that is in large part, the big part, the bulk of my memories of how summer really was. It was this real unstructured sense of time. And there were visits to grandparents and visits to cousins and visits to the cottage. But in all honesty, I had very little accountability in all of that. And I think that the thing that I felt the most motivated by was how high the stack of books were from my library, and how was I making my way through that stack. Um, and I think every summer comes around and I want to recreate that tea tray with the cookies and the books and the complete uninterrupted time to do whatever I wanted to do. Um, again, being the oldest of five kids, you know, I think that I also really relish structure and so what did september mean in my family growing up was you know a real return to the um day-to-day routine it often meant a return to piano lessons and a return to school a return to the bus i took a really long bus ride every day to school um shout out to kids who take the bus That is a whole other episode in terms of bus culture and, um, the, uh, ecosystem of the bus, um, which also really informed probably a lot of who I am as a kid, but I digress. (laughs) Um, message me on Instagram if you were a bus kid growing up and how long was your bus ride? Anyway, um, you know, I think really welcomed after those sort of long language summer days, the opportunity to return to structure, return to rules, return to measuring my performance, return to grades, return to teachers, to please, return to um, even, you know, textbooks and the sort of methodical way of making your way through knowledge and being assessed. And so, you know, I think it felt like a relatively straightforward transition into September as a kid. You know, I really leaned into the familiar, I went to schools where I knew people very well for years on end. I did not experience any real moves as a kid. Um, September was always just another way of spending time with the people I had spent the summer with most of the time. And I did spend a lot of um, summertime even by myself sometimes. Although uh, my dear, dearest best friend was a very quick walk to her amazing pool. Um so, you know, not to talk too much more about the summer, but again, September really meant going back to the known quantity. And you know, I'm an Enneagram 3. I really like achievement. I really like performing to the expectations of others. And what well, <laughs> do I say? I really like performing to the expectations of others. I can really fall into a habit of Easily performing to the expectations of others without thinking about uh, myself or bringing the value of myself to the table. Um, anyway, you know, so what September meant in my family growing up was a little bit of back to school shopping, not too much. Again, we were a big family of five kids. And generally, the age span between myself and my siblings meant that it wasn't often that I was going to school with them. Um, going to a french immersion school all my siblings didn't go to that school i went to a different school on my own and then um when i went to high school my second youngest sibling hannah was four years after me so we really didn't go to the same school at the same time so that was really like very independent in terms of school very independent in terms of setting my own course and um although not intentionally you know felt like kind of, you know, following the rules so as to keep things, you know, under control for my parents with their um, other kids. (laughs) I mean, uh, it never felt chaotic. uh, In all honesty, September never really felt like there was a lot going on. But again, I felt like I was very independent. I felt like I could kind of run my own show and, and everything was a very known quantity. So there was not a lot of anxiety or questions to be answered or fears of the unknown when it came to September. Um, Because, like I said before, I really did not skip around schools except to transition from um, elementary, middle school to high school. So that's one question. And I think if you think about what September meant in your family growing up and what I've reflected on here, the reason that's helpful is that you can kind of get to a place where you can align how it felt growing up to how it feels now and it does feel very different to me um the alignment of september although i did just say you know i really see september as a lot of free time a lot of free time for myself because my husband is home with our kids and i feel much more free to go to work and do my own thing and come home and throw myself back into family life but to not run the show Um, in the summer. And that's, you know, actually not that different from my summers as a kid. So in September, it is a return to the kind of known quantity, the known factors, but not quite as known. My life feels much more complex and complicated than it did when I was a kid. And as it should, that would be (laughs) really weird if I said my life is simpler now. But I do think that, um, you know, What I can do heading into September is to really align myself with those known quantities. My kids are going back to the same school. My husband's going back to the same school. My baby's going to the same daycare. I should really lean into all of those known quantities when I feel stressed or distressed about all of the unknown things that are a part of this September. The next question in this medium effort journaling thinking exercise is what areas of the fall have me excited or resistant so i'm going to talk first about resistance and then i'm going to talk about excited and that's going to give me a chance to kind of pivot into the media the mindful fun part of this uh exercise oh so what areas of the fall have me feeling resistant right now it is my commute i could drive i could also take the train I feel like there's any number of permutations that could get me to work, including first getting my kids everywhere that they need to be. My youngest goes to daycare, my oldest two go to school, my husband goes to work. We often divide and conquer, but to coordinate that with a lengthy drive commute or a lengthy train commute really feels like a lot of mental energy that feels stressful. It feels like I'm in a rush from the moment I wake up in the morning to the minute that I sit down at my desk and I really feel really resistant about that. I wish that I could figure out a way to have ease in my commute um, and to have everyone get where they need to go without too much, too much tension. Yeah, without too much tension. Um, The other thing I'm resisting is my self-care. You know, with all that free time, my self-care really can kind of take on different flavors in the summer when everybody is off, including my husband, and when they're all indulging in their own thing. It feels like a lot of permission to take time for myself when they're all taking time for themselves. They're all enjoying the summer, and I feel a lot of permission to do that, too. But when it comes back to school in September and everyone, you know, my husband goes back to work, my kids go to school, and I feel as though not much of my structure is changing. I'm not going back to work. I've been working through the summer. But that opportunity for self-care, it just takes a different flavor. I think when I'm coordinating more schedules, you know, what do you do in the evening for yourself when you now have to make sure everyone has a clean mask and check the backpacks and make the lunches. And there's going to be easy ways to figure this out. But right now what I'm really resisting is that time that I'm going to lose to take care of myself. And the last thing that I'm really resisting when it comes to fall this year is COVID trepidation. I do think that I have experienced more of the doom scroll um, to tendency the tendency to scroll through social media and reading news articles or posts about the worst case scenarios way too much this last part of the summer and it's really actually not my personality I would say through the majority of the panorama I really haven't been scrolling much news at all until now and am I supposed to think about why that is? I guess so. Okay, so let's put a bit of medium effort into doing this. I really don't want to think about why at this point. I think the fact of the matter is that I don't feel like I want to make it through another wave. I don't feel like I want to keep doing this much longer. Um... I don't know why is that any different than any other part of the wave I'm not sure I think it's also the idea of heading into uh, more isolation more lockdown more uh, missed opportunities for connection as we go into the winter I think that you know I would have really benefited from more connection last winter I really felt alone Um, with my husband, as we kind of navigated a number of school closures and quarantines, um, a number of times when our kids were home with a COVID test pending. And um, I want the news to give me a chance to batten down the hatches. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is, is I want the news to give me enough information so that I can be vigilant and so that I can let my anxiety propel me to plan for all eventualities and when i know after living last winter that there is no planning to be done and it all works out okay and it's very stressful and everybody understands and you know the worry about judgment and lost time and letting people down um that all resolves that all resolves itself I can't remember any particular thing that I missed last year because I was taking care of my kids. Um, And so that should be the lesson to me, not the news or the fourth wave, you know, uh, the predictor numbers or the uh, concerns about our politicians and our public health leaders. Um, That I've done this fall before, and I don't know what this fall will bring. It will be different. But... I'm doing everything that I can in my that's in my control, and I've made it through hard things before, and I will continue to do that this winter. Uh, maybe that's the information that I need in order to kind of unlock a bit of that resistance, which is that I can't think of anything that I missed that set me back so far that it was worth remembering. <laughs> or maybe I blocked it out. But no, no, I don't think I blocked it out. I really think that I anticipated the worst and everything turned out okay. Um, thank goodness. So if we kind of make it way, make our way through that question, what areas of the fall have me resistant? I'm going to talk about a medium effort experiment that I'm going to conduct, which is to put a bit of energy into my schedule and scheduling hacks and quick wins for my family when it comes to my commute, my getting out the door, how our mornings run, what happens in the evenings, all of our home time. I want to make efficient so that I have time to both connect with my family and connect with myself. So these hacks are not worth anything if they don't allow me to do things either on autopilot um, or to do things in a way that you know cuts corners and helps me regain my time things like asking for help um, I'm going to probably have to start somewhere when I think about that stupid commute and just make a choice just make one choice about the commute you know I always take the baby and go to the train from there or I decide to just drive through October and see how it goes I just have to make a choice and stick with it and then experiment and course correct from there and stop letting all of the options and permutations feel like choose your own adventure where you know (laughs) there's nothing worse than like turn to page 17 and you turn to page 17 it's like half a paragraph about how you're dead now i hated that so much although i guess that was the point the point was to just like oh okay go back and like pick a different path and have fun reading this book instead of (laughs) me me and my enneagram self was like dang it we're dead we failed the book we chose the wrong adventure (laughs) oh my gosh please connect with me in dms if you either loved or hated the choose your own adventure books they're still out there they're still making them Okay, um, back to my schedule. Yeah, so I'm going to actually, I wrote a post about this last year, and I'm going to start with my own post. Like, what did I think was worth experimenting with last year and start there? Because I must have learned something. The other thing is last year, I was going back to work after maternity leave. And so that was, again, a really kind of restrictions on my free time. I honestly thought I'd have to give up medium lady. And instead, I've grown it and I've grown the community and I've started a podcast so <laughs> so much for that again it's that it's that sense of you know like there was nothing that I there was no eventuality that I could have planned for but it and in, in, it all turned out okay so the same can be true this year okay the other thing I'm gonna do that's gonna take a bit of energy and medium effort is to essentialize my self-care which is to really pare down to the absolute necessities of my self-care. Going to bed on time with a really nice bedtime routine, committing to fitness, which usually has to happen in the morning for me, usually around 6 a.m., my reading life, which maybe if I take the train I can really commit to my my reading time as being on the train. And those are the three things, going to bed on time, fitness and reading. Although reading could also perhaps go with that bedtime routine and keep me from my comparison scroll on Instagram. Okay, so that's medium effort. Medium effort is sort of really thinking about what September means to you growing up. What areas of the fall have you resistant? And now the mindful fun part is what areas of fall have you excited And I'm gonna reflect on this and talk about how I'm gonna build mindful fun into my fall After I define the things that really have me excited Okay, so this is just a quick brain dump of things that have me excited about the fall Fall style. I love fall colors. I love sweaters. I love changing my color palette I love thrifting in the fall. I feel like thrifted clothing really aligns with fall weather i don't know if it's because it's a lot of layering pieces and so you can find really nice things that are less worn than perhaps summer or spring attire you know like a t-shirt can be worn 12 months of the year versus a really nice sweater or cardigan or like a heavy heavier you know even a wool coat it only gets worn certain times of the year um and so you can find things in really great condition um the other thing i really like about the fall is the opportunity to kind of declutter and renew my home i recently finished the afro minimalist guide to living with less um by christine platt which is a wonderful book i'm going to absolutely talk about that further when i talk about my fall books um, later this year but i really felt inspired to apply her philosophy of need use and love to decluttering so do you need this item do you use this item and do you love this item and really aligning yourself with check boxes in all three categories Um, i like many people have experienced body changes through the pandemic through having three children through back and forth to work through figuring out for varieties of wardrobes that I need or don't need from a casual to, you know, um, work attire wardrobe. And I, I need to do some paring down. So I'm going to feel excited to declutter and renew and turn over my home a little bit, turn over the kids stuff. The kids are all different ages and stages. We have a lot of baby things that could be used by another family that would be fun to get rid of even a homewares, you know, um, just kind of feeling equipped to minimize our belongings, similar to January energy, I think for sure. But, um, really actually just kind of feeling like excited, like I have the energy for it and I don't always feel that way. So I want to kind of make that fun. And the last thing that has me excited is food. (laughs) Fall food makes most people happy. Um, we're, you know, really loving the chance to kind of lean into warmer cooking methods. Um, you know, different tastes. Of course, I love the spring and all of the changes in produce that the spring brings, but there is something welcoming about fall flavors and the opportunity to, you know, really welcome in those tastes that you're going to probably be having for the next six months or so. So, um, you know, turning away from that outdoor cooking, turning away from the you know we have had burgers and hot dogs on repeat in my house and you know just kind of really looking forward to going back to a lot of those um after work fall classics that you know the sheet pan dinners and the change your life chicken from the lazy genius and i make a really great instant pot macaroni and cheese i'm just going to say and that is where i'm going to lean the most into mindful fun So mindful fun is an opportunity for you to really maximize and get the most out of your senses when it comes to plugging into joy and happiness in very small, minute daily moments. So when it comes to food, I'm going to lean into two things. The first thing is actually peaches. I love peaches and peaches are at the very tail end of their season here where I live in September and I'm going to just try to have peaches at every single meal and I'm just going to enjoy the taste of them, the texture of them, the color of them, and just gonna, you know, (laughs) peaches with all the things. And that's really just going to be about fresh peaches cut up and enjoyed, whether it's with my breakfast, whether it's mixed into yogurt, whether it's on top of cereal, whether it's um, cut up into a salad, whether it's as a side dish, whether it's as a snack, um, late night snack. Honestly, my favorite late night snack is like Cheerios with peaches on top. I'm gonna just really lean into all of that and have fun. Have fun enjoying the peaches as they go away. Um, And then the second thing is going to be mindful fun with pumpkin spice lattes pumpkin spice lattes have become a bit of a campy you know flag of the fall and i think it's really kind of started to become this dichotomous way of thinking about the world is like there's two kinds of people in the world people who love pumpkin spice lattes and people who hate them (laughs) which made me think i can't remember i recently heard a joke which was about that very way of splitting people into two camps, which is there's two kinds of people in this world. The people who split the world into two kinds of people and everybody else. Oh gosh. Anyway, either way, pumpkin spice latte is just kind of like, it's a flavor jolt at the end of the fall, at the end of the spring, at the summer, pardon me, because what you really have is these cinnamon nutmeg tastes that I don't think anything aligns with that in the summer at all. And so you're immediately getting this sensory flip to fall in the pumpkin spice latte. Um, You're getting a hot drink. You're getting the pumpkin flavor. You're getting the spicy flavors. The color of it is, you know, very unlike anything else that we usually see that orangey color. So I'm just going to lean into all of it. I'm going to lean into the pumpkin spice color palette in my clothing i'm gonna lean into the pumpkin spice you know flavors obviously whether it's cooking and baking gosh i haven't done any baking in such a long time i can't remember the last thing i baked it was probably banana bread probably back in march so maybe we'll do some baking that would be really fun and uh yeah pumpkin spice in my makeup go really in on those like warm toasty toffee colors in my makeup um Pumpkin spice. I don't have a pumpkin spice perfume. That would be fun. Maybe I should look for like something that's kind of like a nutmeggy gourmandy type of vanilla smell. (laughs) I just wanna smell like a coffee Starbucks. You know, it's kind of become its own thing. Do they make they must. Oh my gosh, do they make a pumpkin spice latte perfume? I bet they do. Anyway, that's the other mindful fun thing I'm gonna do. So those are my two sort of experiments. I'm going to just like really go all in on peaches. I probably only have another week or so left uh, of that really being, really being like viable for me. And then I'm going to move to pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice lattes themselves are just, just the, pump, just the PSL overall and lean into all of the jokes, all of the memes, Oh, it's just a really funny season of life. And I don't know how the pumpkin spice latte really got aligned with like, you know, white ladies really owning that drink is really kind of like an identity thing. It's like an identity thing, um, which I think, you know, Hey, it's great. It's fine. I did try the pumpkin spice cold brew the other day and I have to say, I, um, was perturbed at the color of the foam it's pumpkin spice cream cold brew and the cream on top is very like peachy peachy orange um it did not look like a color that belonged in coffee but it was delicious so will i get it again probably okay i think that this is gonna wrap up my episode on september and you know the kind of reflection that leads to a plan Um, This is really exactly the formula that I have been um, experimenting with. It's the plan that I've been using probably for the last year or so to outline my monthly experiments. Um, Listen, my monthly experiments don't always work. If you're new to following me on Instagram, you'll notice that I do a monthly experiment. You can find them in my highlights. And in that experiment, I kind of give myself four pillars to sort of experiment with things just for the month, uh, really quick, um, easy or not easy things to spend time on. And it's a way that I really uh, leverage my free time by kind of deciding upfront what I'm gonna do with that free time and then proceeding. And, you know, not really worrying too much if I don't like what I said I was gonna do because the month turns over in the blink of an eye. And what I'm also finding is it's a really delightful way to kind of time capsule what's going on in the world and in my personal life on a month-by-month basis. Uh, But it's always an experiment. Listen, these things don't always work, but I do always learn something about myself. I will experiment with my schedule hacks. I will lean way into pumpkin spice lattes, and I'm going to learn something. I'm going to learn something about myself. I'm going to learn if I really am... um, You know which camp do I lean in people who love pumpkin spice lattes or people everybody else I don't know Um, and uh, and and yeah I I endeavor to learn something about myself which gives me more grounding more foundation to understand the place that is meant for me in the world and how I might fully live into it with authenticity Um, this past summer what I did was a summer syllabus which is a three-month plan Uh, I do think I will be going back to a monthly strategy. I I really liked summer syllabus. I like saying summer syllabus. I like the idea of kind of this broad overreaching plan over the summer. It did give me an opportunity to do one of the things that I really intended to do, which was to rest, but I think I will go back to a monthly strategy. I think it's a little bit more my style and my speed, and as I have kind of petered out with my energy in August, I can't help but wonder if a little bit of that is related to The summer syllabus not quite giving me enough fuel in the tank to carry forward through the month Uh, i did get a little bit listless i did get a little bit directionless and um maybe hey maybe that's just me maybe that's just the big fall energy and uh wherever the moon is at as we head into the fall and september and the fourth wave whatever it's going to mean for us thank you so much for listening I do want to endeavor you to please try uh, to put a bit of medium effort into three things for me. The First thing is to give me a follow over on Instagram. I can be found at medium.lady over there. The other thing would be is if you're already following me to please share my account with someone you think will enjoy it. Someone that you think might benefit from their own monthly experiment, their own Uh, guided journaling process through, you know, thinking about what fall means to you and, and moving forward with intention. And if you like this episode, I hope you will share it I hope you will share it with somebody that will enjoy it, someone that loves pumpkin spice lattes, someone that September has always been the most exciting time of the year for them. And the last thing is if you could please give this podcast a rating and review, it will really help me find like-minded listeners out there in the podcast first. I hope wherever you are, this episode finds you well. I am Erin, your host. This is Medium Lady Talks, and I will see you again soon. Bye.